welcome everyone to our October Explorer Call from Ira. I'm Janine Stanley. I'm your Explorer Community Manager. I am joined tonight by Ryan Bishop, our YouTube guru. Hello, Ryan. Hmm? Ryan is Her scared. internet broke out just as she was introducing exactly who she's introducing. Um, no. There she is. is. There we go. Okay. Yeah. The YouTube guru, Yahoo! All right, <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Hello, and tonight we have a jam packed show. We are going to have our CEO Troy Attilio uh, talking to us all here in a moment. Do we have Troy yet, Ryan? We do have yeah. Troy, yeah. Troy's just joining us. Hello, hello, Troy. And so, with no further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the CEO of Ira Tech Corp, Mr. Troy Attilio. Hello, everyone. Wow. I join and then boom, here we go. Um, <laughs> how, how many people, Gene, do we have here? Like, what's uh, what's how going on? How many people in the... are we looking at, Ryan, right yep, now? So we're looking at right now 13 people who have, uh, people are still trickling in, but we still have 13 people on Zoom and we have... All right. 10 people on YouTube right now. All right, so we've got a nice, small, intimate crowd. Well, here's what I know. Um, this call always brings out our most passionate and, um, you know, super, super IRA users, right? I, I love it. I love talking to this group. And you're going to hear me talk a little bit, but this is a an extra important um, uh, event tonight because I got some uh, great news. And then also, you know, I, I'm going to be kind of more transparent than I have in the past or, or, you know, ask, ask for, um, you know, I have some, I have some ideas for you. I have, I have some needs for, I have needs that I think will serve all of us. Right. And I, and I'm, I'm here to kind of share that. Um, but let's just start like, Hey, look, time flies. Like feels like we just had a call. Um, it's probably because my day, much like your days are different, but also busy. And um, and time flies, and of course we're still dealing with. But um, I'm getting a little feedback, so if I sound a little stuttery, it's because I'm, I'm changing my volume. There I go. As well, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we don't. I don't have to say it. We all know what's going on. There's there's COVID. There's voting. One thing I did want to mention, and and maybe Janine, you want to just pile on this. Um, we, uh, you know, of course in partnership with a, a lot of great partners, you know, at the early part of COVID, we launched the Flatten Inaccessibility site, the survey, that report is now out. And it's, I've seen it, I've read it, it's comprehensive. It's not, uh, it's not for light reading, but I, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the study of our time, right? I think it's the largest study of this, um, this community in relation to COVID at, at, at the start of COVID. You know, Absolutely. and I think Janine, maybe you'll talk a little more about about it, or like what I what else can you share about that? And if you'd like me to take a minute, um, we have Joshua Fluellen here who helped with the survey, and yeah, do it. We also have a podcast up. Uh, this is episode twenty seven of IraCast. So if you subscribe to IraCast in your podcast player of choice, which includes the Victor Reader stream for all of you who uh, like that device, you can uh, listen to our latest podcast with Dr. L. Penny Rose. 
Rosenblum from the American Foundation for the Blind, Joshua and Paul Schrader, all talking about this survey. Now, it's it's not light reading, but it's also not a difficult read. And there are some really interesting things in this survey, like for example, the fact that 91% of the people who took the survey are registered voters, but only 28% of them said that they knew their state had accessible voting. That's sad. Mm, that is very yeah. sad. Um, and there were almost as many people in the survey who didn't even know about accessible voting, that it was an option. So. Um, that's really a big deal. But the fact that we got together and did this survey, which is the largest survey of the blind and low vision population at a point in time, that's pretty amazing. And you can find this report at flatteninaccessibility.com. The report is right up there. There is an accessible PDF. You can also read it online in HTML. It's, a, as I said, it's a pretty easy, you know, thing to actually digest. It's written in, you know, uh, as plain language as we could get with uh, still being academic. Uh, so it's easy to understand, and it's uh, unfortunately, and Joshua, you might want to speak to this. Things really haven't changed that much since April, have they? In uh, my own experience, no, I haven't seen them change to need. It is a fantastic read. I highly encourage anyone who is interested in not only the state of things happening nearby them, but in the experiences of individuals all over the country to dig in. And you can even read just small sections and portions of it. You don't have to read it all the way through. You can read a section on transportation or education. There are small little bits to focus on what you may be most interested in. Great. And there will be some public forums that AFB will be holding over the next couple weeks. And there's information about those forums on their website, which is uh, afb.org. So um, with that, hopefully you all will be able to hear me a bit better now. Sorry about that. Um, let's go back to Troy, though. and. Yeah some big news that we have for everybody yes all here. right so i've got two things we're going to talk about i'm going to spend uh, a, a smaller amount of time on this first topic and then we're going to have a longer discussion on the second topic and then we're going to open it to questions and discussions so the first the first one is is kind of cool uh it's really cool um so we all know that target is a access partner right and i know it's one of our most um you know, broadly used, most frequently used offers, even in COVID where, you know, we're not necessarily going out shopping as often, but we have to get our groceries, we have to get, you know, um, the things we need. And so, you know, we see a lot of usage at Target, but one thing um, we didn't launch with, uh, Target didn't launch with was the ability to, to use IRA while you're on the Target website. Yet we know because, you know, we, we, we see this, you know, whether there's an access offer or not, we see a lot of usage for all kinds of websites. Um, not all websites are perfect. Um, not all websites are, you know, accessible. Um, and then there's somewhere in between. There's something between accessibility and usability. And I, you, you all know this better than I do, but I certainly, you know, have privy to the some of the recorded videos. I, you know, privately, and I also see the metrics that we capture. And yeah, it's just sometimes, it, yeah. It, 
it frustrates me, but it must frustrate many of you more because this is your experience. Um, I have the benefit of, you know, using my eyes and getting around websites. But when I see this challenge, and again, Target, I think, does a, a phenomenal job at accessibility. So, but even still, Target's now choosing to open up their access offer to their website and their Target app, right? So, uh, you know, I think we just pause on that because, you know, as as Ira access increases, you know, so does that reduces the cost, right? That means you can use more offers for free, you know, whether you're free or paid, that just is less minutes that, you know, more minutes you have to do more exactly what you want to do versus, um, you know, get past some challenge. And so the target.com site, the target app is now um, part of the target offer. And uh, Janine and Ryan can correct me, but yeah, you find that in the promotion section of the, um, of the IRA Absolutely. app. Absolutely. I wish I had a big cheering sound effect for yeah. that too. And um, I think uh, to the extent anyone knows, um, Steve Decker, I still have to give him so much credit for kind of, you know, initially, you know, leading uh, and, and uh, really championing, um, you know, this and probably other accessibility capabilities at Target. But, you know, when it comes to IRA, yeah, he, he's been a, a fantastic partner and um, really helped champion this next phase of, of having Target.com have the target app as part of the free uh, offer. And so one thing um, I would love for everyone to know, and, and even maybe this is my first call to action, and, and you're gonna hear more specifically with respect to this next message, know that these companies do listen and where do they listen and watch? They listen and watch on social. So I know not everyone's on social. I'm certainly not on social every day, um, you know, for, for you know, people are busy, like sometimes socials is the friendliest place, depending on who your friends are, what, you know, what's going on, but let's know that target watches and listens. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook, you know, anytime you post, anytime you share, even with your friends, like that is helping this whole ecosystem develop, right? Because that reinforces to not to Steve Decker, but to the executives at target that, this is a great thing and that this community really appreciates it. And that just encourages more. So absolutely that's, that's target. So we're super excited. Um, I'm super excited about that because again, especially with COVID, we're just seeing a lot more online usage of IRA. Absolutely. So everybody hit that clap emoji now. Yay. Okay. So this next one, I, I, I I'm, you're gonna hopefully my passion comes through over the phone, uh, over the over the over the Zoom, I should say. And um, if you were to see me, like I'm smiling, I'm, my last name's Otilio. I've got a little Italian blood. I'm like moving my arms. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pumped up. And so, um, it's not news, or it shouldn't be news, or hopefully it's not news to you all that we launched with Starbucks, right? We talked about that, um, you know, online. We, we're we're trying to make as much noise as possible. And I wanna talk about what we're doing and, and kind of the backstory here, and then also tell you how you can help um, because you can. And um, and so if you bear with me, uh, I'm gonna go through kind of some, um, I'm turning off my, uh, I'm getting some notifications, I just turned them off. Um, I'm gonna go through a bit of the, uh, the situation we're in 
Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some, you know, general complications and, and implications. And then I have a kind of what I think we should do together, right? Um, and it's all good. So this is this is really just, um, yeah, this is this is the time for us to have this conversation, which is um, ultimately, as you know, access is a path to reducing cost for your usage, right? The more access, you know, frankly, that means, again, the less minutes that you have to spend on your personal plan. If you're a free user, it just means you have, you can use IRA more, right? And um, and that's that's the vision, right? Because we know that, uh, you know, it, this this can be costly for an individual if you were to use it all the time for everything you might want to do. And so that's why we do access, right? And I've heard a lot of people ask, well, like, why didn't you deploy it with Duncan? Why didn't you do, you know, deploy it? Like, we don't get to choose where to deploy. We get to choose who we try to sell. We get to choose um, how much time and energy we put into these different um, access opportunities. And oftentimes it, it takes a long time to get to the decision maker. Certainly we've been talking to Starbucks for quite a long time. And so, um, and so here we are at a situation where Starbucks chose to launch um, Ira for th a three month test. And so just think about that word test. So it's a test. They're, they're testing to see if this is a good idea. And it took us a lot of energy to get them to see that it's a good idea, not because, you know, they're somehow resistant, not because somehow they don't think this community is important. It's just, you know, large brands are very careful about providing or changing their service. And it's a endorsement of some level to say, hey, we're launching with Ira, um, but they can't commit yet because we're not proven. We're not proven to them and to their customers, right? Which I think many of us are at some point in the year, we're a Starbucks customer. We, we, we go to Starbucks. And so we have this opportunity because of the success who came before. So I talked about Target. Why did Starbucks choose to launch with IRA? Well, they they looked around like, hey, are we going to be the first? No. You know, we have Target, Bank America, Airports, Colleges, Wegmans, Intuit, Meyer. you know, but it's still early days. And so they chose to launch in seven cities, um, you know, uh, which which are going to find my head, but this is in least smallest population to largest. So I think I have this right, but it's Seattle, Minneapolis. Um, which one's the next one I'm thinking about? Um, I'm going to skip over that's it's Boston, New York, LA. Uh, which was the one I'm missing, Janine? Seattle, Minneapolis, Baltimore. Why would I forget Baltimore? I don't know. Um, but these cities are the testing ground. And, and by the way, the when we say a city, it's all the retail stores, but it's outside of the, the official city limit. So if you were to literally like um, look at where the boundary is, it's not like the official, you know, city limits that you, you know, you may or may not be in. Like I'm in Carlsbad, not San Diego, but to most people, I'm in San Diego. So the, the boundaries are pretty generous. And Ira is free. So you can go as many times as you want into a Starbucks, you're just limited to 30 minutes at a time. Um, so some people ask like, you know, is this once a month, once a day? No, it's 30 minutes of visit. And as if much pumpkin bread as you can eat, right? As much pumpkin bread, you know, um, yeah, yeah, as, as, as often as you want to tempt yourself, how about that? Um, now, if we pass the test, deployment will broaden. And if we fail the test, 
the the offer will end, right? That's the the, the, the it's a three month test, and tar, Starbucks is really testing for engagement. Um, they want to know how many users per city will use this offer. They also want to know how many total calls will there be, and they're not looking for it to be small. Like some people have asked, like, well, Troy, I'm afraid that uh, I don't want to use an access offer if I don't really need it. That may be like a consideration, and we could talk about it another time, like for your um, for the free use, the free call. Um, but we've kind of solved that by having a more like a, a limit on that. Um, no, access partners want to see. We want to see more calls, even if they're trivial calls. Like that's a that's a sign that this is a valuable service. It's a sign that you know, as a community, um, we're engaged. So they want to know how many users per city, how many calls total, and they also want to know what does this community think? You know, what are they sharing on social? Are they responding to surveys? There'll be some post-call surveys that go out. And so the situation is Ira is mustering all of its experience and abilities to pass this test. But of course, you know, we can't make the calls. We can't um, fill out the surveys. We can't really post, you know, on, on your behalf. So that's, that's where I think you all can make a difference, right? But there's a complication. Not everybody is in the target city, let alone the target country. Um, and those who are in the location, um, there's added challenges for travel. I mean, it is it is a different environment, right? Like we're, we're, we're having to choose carefully about how we operate outside of our homes. Um, there's also some more important events and initiatives, right? In all our lives than visiting Starbucks, right? Like there's, there's an election, right? And um, there's weather coming up, right? So there's, you know, this isn't the most important thing. Um, you know, it's a complication. And not all the cities are the same size. So, uh, you know, when you think about the population of Seattle, there's, you know, one, like one tenth or one, about one tenth of the population is compared to, um, you know, New York, LA, it's a smaller city. There's going to be less people. Um, and then we only have three months to show the world that this community matters and that IRA is a useful solution among others. And we're in day 20, we have 24 days left in our first milestone because we're, we're looking at these things on 30 month, 30 day milestones. So um, some other complications, and then I'm going to get to like, well, what do we do? Um, we haven't passed every test. Like we, we launched with MBTA, we launched with MTA. And while we hit some impressive numbers, you know, the, 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 those organizations, albeit public organizations, chose to delay or defer deployment. And, um, and then here's another complication. We know despite all of our initial marketing that uh, in kind of random surveys, we found a lot of people still don't know about this offer, right? Which I get it. Like we're all busy. Not everyone is waiting for Ira to like post something on Twitter or to send them an email. Like it's, it's, it's challenging to get this word out. And so the implication here is, you know, success will lead to greater public awareness about this community. And that, you know, ultimate accessibility is not just a right, but is achievable and has benefits, right? Like if Starbucks moves forward, this sends a pretty strong message, right? At the same time, the other implication is failure will be not just a setback for, let's just say Ira or, or you who might want to use, um, 
you know, Starbucks in your own city, which would come if we are past this test. It's kind of a, a larger signal, I think. Um, so that's why I take it so, uh, why we're taking it so seriously. Um, because let's face it, Starbucks followed Target. Well, if Starbucks doesn't launch, that kind of gets out. And then like others may say, well, maybe this isn't as important. Maybe this isn't a, maybe it's not time, um, which I think you can recognize, you know, affects everything. So here's my position. Your, your engagement matters, whether you're in a test city or not. To, and it's really about winning together. So, um, you know, our job is to make this as easy as possible for, for you to, to engage, to help, to make it a great um, uh, tool, perhaps. And um, here's, here's my call to action. So I'm going to pause for a minute. I've, I've talked a lot. I'm just going to review that, you know, the offer is there. We have roughly 90 days to kind of prove this out. Um, and they're looking for calls or looking for engagement. Um, and the question is, okay, so what are we going to do? Um, so here's my ask. Um, here's what you can do. So you're either in a target city or you're not. If you're in one of those cities that, that I mentioned, the, the first obvious thing is visit a Starbucks. Go make a call before November 15th. And then maybe call up a friend and invite them to join. Um, forward the information, share why this matters. Um, share on social. I think Janine will, maybe, maybe Janine, you can even share. We've had, a, we've had people go out and oh make God. calls, which is great. We've even had some posts. Um, yeah, like, do, do you have an example, Janine, either without naming? I, I absolutely do. Yeah. So we have an explorer who um, was going to Starbucks and she actually posted that she really enjoyed the help that she got getting through that big parking lot, which if you all remember Greg Stilson, you'll remember what he said about those last 50 feet to the door being some of the most important things. Well, she got the agent's help to get that last space conquered. She went in, she got her drink, she uh, had a great time, and then when she came out, she took a selfie with her Starbucks cup, and that was exactly, that was very helpful. Um, she has since invited friends to join her at Starbucks and, you know, to call Ira and see what it can do for them. And if you are venturing out and about and you do go to a Starbucks, you know, this is the kind of thing, if you're at the pickup window to pick up your order, maybe this absolutely counts. You know, um, you're at the Starbucks facility, get your order. Let's get a selfie of that and put it on social media. We have a couple of uh, tags and handles, um, Troy, that we want to give out to folks. And you can use the tag on my terms, the hashtag on my terms, all one word. That's our famous hashtag that you, you explorers actually brought that to us. And now it's a big part of the IRA brand. Uh, if you want to use uh, let Starbucks know that you are enjoying Ira. They are at the at sign, which is the shift of the number two on your keyboard. Uh, that's the at sign Starbucks. So just at Starbucks. And then our social media handle is at Ira IO, all one word, no dot in there, A-I-R-A-I-O. So Troy, what if what can we do if we're not like I'm not in a target city, yeah, but I really want to help. Yeah, let's, uh, that's a good one. So if you're not in the city, but I did want to like, I there was one last point I wanted to make. So if you're in the, the, one of those cities, also I've, I've heard, and I, I get it, like 
not everyone is like, you know, knows every feature of the app. They're like, okay, where do I have a Starbucks in my city or do you post oh, yeah. on your website? You can look in the app. So that's obviously one place you can look. You, sh you can find like the closest offer and that's possible. But, you know, of course, you can always use one of your five minute calls to ask the agent to help identify a nearby location or route and do some planning. So that's just another like tip that I've heard from a couple folks like as, as a way to make it even easier. But if you're Absolutely. not in one of those cities or in the countries like, um, uh, you know, I was joking with Janine, like I almost feel like the, I'm campaigning. Maybe, maybe there's just too much po political stuff going on. But, you know, getting out and voting is super important. But, you know, I feel like I'm campaigning here, like, you know, get out and post or I'll get out and call a friend to post. Here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, think of folks, you know, and give them a call. Like that's, you know, maybe, you know, someone in New York, maybe it'd be a good chance for you just to give them a call, right? Like, hey, you know, this is crazy. I use Ira, but you might be interested and, you know, you can make it your own. Um, think of groups, you know, where you can share. Um, and then as Janine said, like, it's, it's okay for you to post, uh, you know, it, you're not in the city per se, but you could say things like Starbucks, we're so encouraged. You can't wait for Ira to come to fill in the blank or, you know, great to see brands like Target, B of A, Starbucks embracing Ira and technologies like Ira. Ultimately, whatever is authentic to you, as long as you're using a hashtag and perhaps, you know, adding Starbucks because they are watching, right? I know they're watching. That's kind of part of what they're testing for. And by the way, if you don't have a social account, um, uh, you know, consider getting one, although, you know, talk to your friends or whoever, like, you know, it may not be for you. Like not all of us are, not all of us are on social, um, you know, for sure. Obviously it's your decision, but if you did want to finally, you know, get a social account, see what's going on there, um, you can use a five minute call for free to set up Twitter. That usually takes under five minutes. Facebook, I'm told, takes a little longer. So maybe just spread it out over a couple calls. Um, and then if you absolutely hate it, you can first zing me on on social say, sure, that was a terrible <laughs> idea. And then and then exit. Um, I'm kind of kidding, but um, you know, I I I suggest this again, um, humbly, and if it's not you, I, I totally get it. But but here's the benefit, and I think you already already kind of alluded to it, which is um, ultimately establishing Starbucks means more than just Ira and more than just our brand and more than just you know free Starbucks at these participating cities, and even when they go further and we pass the test, right, and go national and and all that stuff, and maybe an international. Like think about the fact that as brands and as you know large brands choose to adopt a service like ira they're really sending a message to their peers and to anyone else that this is important and i mean i can't as ira goes i can't think of a way to more publicly demonstrate this cooperation and the and the the future that that we can we can deliver together then getting a large brand like Starbucks, like there's many brands and it just happens to be one of the biggest and the most visible. I mean, there's plenty of cities where it's kind of crazy. There's a Starbucks literally across the street. That always blows my mind. Like, how can they make money? How can, how can they support two stores? Or like, I can get it on this side of the street or that side of the street. Well, that's just how widely deployed they are. And that's how visible it's going to be. Absolutely. 
So oh, let me true. summarize. Oh, go ahead, Jeanine. Sure. No, I was just going to say, I'm uh, just going to ask if you wanted to take a couple questions. I do. And I'll, I'll finish because I've done a lot of talking. I want to summarize that, um, you know, there's 26 days to go to our first milestone. That's when we'll first look at kind of where we are. We're only at a 10% level. So we do need to, you know, and I say we, I, you know, I mean, Ira, I mean, all of us, like we, we, now's the time to jump in and, and engage. Um, so we have 26 days left, you know, use it, tell others, talk about it, right? That's simple, engage. Um, and up to 30 minutes, as many times a day as you like. And, and, um, you know, I just think, uh, you know, I think there's just a lot of benefits here. So again, I want to thank you for being Explorer and I, Really appreciate when you guys show up, and I'm looking forward to the questions and the discussion we have now. So I'll open it up for questions. Great. So you can ask a question by raising your hand, and you will do that on the PC. That will be Alt-Y. On the Mac, that will be Option-Y. And on your phone, that will be Star-9. So, Ryan, do we have any questions out there? So far, no hands raised. Ooh, no oh, no, oh, any wait. comments? I, uh, you as, can as also, I, if you I, are watching I, us on YouTube, you can write in the comment box. All right, so we're going to take a question from Valerie. Hello, Valerie. Hello. Um, so I know this is kind of cross, like uh, cross company or platform or however you want to word it. What about the, the Starbucks locations in Target? Are they covered by Starbucks? Are they covered by Target? I would say this, Valerie. Um, First off, it, it, I think those technically would be target. Like when it comes to this engagement, how it's going to be categorized. Um, so uh, you will know because when you make the call, it'll, you know, the agent can confirm. You can ask them like what, what offer is this being applied to? But I, I'm pretty sure those will be attributed to target. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. At okay. this point. So the, um, the Starbucks, franchises that are in other kinds of facilities will not count, but you'll be able to tell because you'll get the free, the lovely uh, tone and the, the message that you are in a free access location. And if you want to actually go into the app, you can tap on that apply a free offer button. And under that, you'll see three categories, uh, location, promotions and products and you'll go into locations and there's a little search box up at the top and you can type in Starbucks and voila the closest Starbucks to you will pop up now mine is uh, quite a ways away it's actually in Washington DC so <laughs> unfortunately I'm a little out but that's how you can find the closest location to you if you are in or near one of these metro areas that that are covered Great. Do we have any other questions, Ryan? So far, no other questions okay. on YouTube or here. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Troy. I'm going to make a couple more announcements here about some promos that we have going on, and then we'll get to our special presentation tonight. Uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that we do have a voting promo going on. Troy had mentioned voting, and uh, I, I saw half of my Facebook contingent today, I think, voted yesterday. So <laughs> there were a lot of I voted selfies yesterday. 
But um, here in the U.S., of course, we have a national election and we have a get out the vote promo. And in this promo, you get uh, 120 minutes in 20-minute increments uh, to research candidates, to actually fill out your mail-in ballot, to go to your polling place and do the pre-election day voting. If you have that early voting option, I'm going to take advantage of that probably tomorrow. Uh, you can do a number of things with this promo, and you can find out about the promo and apply it to your call by, again, going to that Apply a Free Offer button, going into the promotions, and looking up our Get Out the Vote promo. And you can ask your agent, if you're not sure whether something is covered, you can ask your agent and they will let you know exactly what's covered, but it is also spelled out there in the app. So that promo will be good through November 3rd. And for our international folks out there, this offer will be extended to you when you have national elections. So just, you know, um, some of our advisor folks in these countries will let us know when they're having a national election, and we'll turn that promo on for you as well so that you can get the access to the information that you need to cast your vote. And it's extremely important, as we all know here in the U.S. this year, for everyone to vote, and we want to make that as easy as possible. Uh, and then you can go get your Starbucks after you vote. So you can have your I voted sticker on your Starbucks cup. How's that? <laughs> I think that will uh, will be quite, quite a good thing. We have a couple special programs that are going on in the next couple weeks. We have our Afternoon at the Museum series this Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 o'clock Pacific Time. And we are going to be in the second part of our visit to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. They are part of the Smithsonian Museum, who is one of our amazing access partners. And if you are in the Washington, D.C. area, you know, once you've gotten your Starbucks, of course, you can visit this museum. They are now open, actually. They have some limitations, but they're definitely open. But they have tons of information on their website, and we're going to explore that information a little bit with Stephanie Watts, your host, and one of our agents taking a look at music and sports, which is just a small part of this huge museum. So we have that on Friday. Then next Tuesday, we wrap up our current expedition series with a look at Team Viewer. Now, now, TeamViewer is a very important screen sharing app, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about that here in our, our special presentation to you. But if you have questions about TeamViewer, you want to learn how to use it either on your phone or on the computer, we're going to be demonstrating that and showing you exactly what the agents can do when you are using TeamViewer, either on the PC, the Mac, the iPhone, or the Android phone. So, with that, Ryan, do we have any other announcements, any other exciting things going on? We, we don't. Um, we do have a little bit of uh, chat here on, on, on YouTube, however, um, and we do have one person who is asking uh, Troy and other people here um, what your signature Starbucks drink is. Ooh. Um, so that that's one of the fun cha funner chats that are coming Ooh, in right that's now. That's a great question. <laughs> I, I think we should all have to declare our um, our favorite drink. I'll I'll start with mine. I'm, I'm pretty simple. Um, it's really just two shots of espresso with some foam, and then I dump like a big teaspoon of sugar in there. 
Oh. It gets me where I want to go pretty quick. <laughs> All right, Janine. Okay, well, mine, you know, my, my year-round drink is, embarrassingly enough, the birthday cake frappuccino. Ah, oh, addictive. Hey, there is nothing wrong with birthday cake anything Addictive, but you know I'm what? The holidays lie. are coming, <laughs> and the chestnut praline. Oh, yeah. You know, um... I, the birthday cake cake pops are absolutely amazing at Starbucks. You can't go in there without getting a cake pop. Um, although, I will say it, and um, it, it, my my favorite snack before I go to drink at Starbucks, uh, and it's so basic and it's so boring, and people will laugh at me, but I've always loved going into Starbucks and getting one of those uh, toasted cookies. Oh, uh, yes. I had one the first time at Starbucks, nice and warmed up, and I was so happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yum. <laughs> Brian, I'm a fan of those giant Rice Krispie bars. <laughs> Brian, I'm definitely going to upstage your basic and boring. My Starbucks drink is a tall black coffee. That's Ooh. all. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Joshua. That is awesome. And it, it and, and we're going to ask our special presenter tonight, Maya, you get to be put on the spot about your signature Starbucks drink. My signature Starbucks drink, if I had to choose a favorite, it was actually one, unfortunately, that was discontinued. It was called the Cascara Latte. Ooh. But one that they still have on the menu, my go-to is a caramel macchiato, preferably Ooh, yeah. ice. Oh, yeah. Hey, that since is we're talking Starbucks, this is totally one. random. Do, do they have a secret menu at Starbucks like some places do, or do they vary by location? This is showing how like simple I am. I never go in and... That's a really good question. I yeah, don't I think know. it does vary I, by location yeah. because I, I've been in some where the... I know the chestnut praline lasted a lot longer than the holidays, so <laughs> I think it, it may vary a little bit. So it's worth... You know, going in there with your agent and checking out that actual menu that's posted. Hmm. It'd be cool if we could, as a as a group, figure out what they're if they have a secret menu and like, uh, you know, maybe our agents could find out about it. I don't know. Ooh, and yeah. I've actually talked to some baristas before that work at Starbucks. I have some friends mm -hmm. with you, and they said that the unfortunately the secret menu is kind of a myth, but. They do have a lot of flavors that they can make drinks with that aren't necessarily advertised on the menu. So you could always ask about what types of syrups they have and things that, you know, their favorite drink, things that aren't officially menu, but they could still make. Ooh, hey, we got a Starbucks hack, folks. I bet you weren't expecting that tonight, were you? <laughs> that is awesome. So, well, I'm do not we have a, anything I'm else, right? I'm not an agent, but I did look it up, and butterbeer fraps are apparently one oh, thing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that may replace my birthday cake. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love Highland Grog-flavored coffee, which is basically butterscotch coffee, folks. Oh. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Sounds amazing. So, um, well. I'm, I'm going to have to go. To Starbucks and get a butter. I know, I know. Like, I'm now I'm going to have to check that out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, anybody else out there? So, um, there's no other. You answered the other question. We had: uh, Will there be any more, uh, uh, any more future IRA access offers, um, or any other IRA access offers that we have? You answered that question. Um, and it looks like, other than uh, giving I would say a this, uh, Ryan, like. You guys, you know, here's a little like tip 
at any time, and I'm over, going to overload the Starbucks uh, theme, at any time, we're probably attempting to brew about 20 different access, you know, offers, right? Like we're, <laughs> we're always behind the scenes, like working this, uh, if anyone knows Kevin Phelan or Marty Watts or Vince Morvillo, you know, those are the guys out like knocking on doors, um, setting up meetings, Zoom calls, sharing the story, you know, so we can get access in more places. And, um, you know, I'm the worst person to bring to that meeting because I have literally the list in front of me of like what's possible and what's coming, but I, I, I have to keep my mouth shut until those are <laughs> available. But, you know, if you could look behind the, you know, the, you know, the, the doors, if you will, that you would see a lot. And again, you know, that's why, you know, when we have a test, when we deploy a large one, it's, it's really not just for that one, it's for everyone else who follows, because again, people, you know, gain confidence when they see others uh, do something, right? So absolutely. And lest you think that air travel is a thing of the past, um, we do have a new access partner with the Akron Canton, Ohio Airport, which is Mm -hmm. it's a small airport, but it's a very busy one, the few times that I've been there recently. And so that just goes to show you that there are still airports out there in the IRA Airport Access Network. So you know, people are still flying. Ryan has been flying a bit lately. And, uh, you know, we're still out there. Yeah. And I should say this, like, it's probably worth celebrating again. Uh, you know, a lot of these partners, a lot of these airports are seeing like, you know, one tenth or less the demand that they had at the same time last year. And at the same time, all of these airports are renewing their pledge, renewing their contracts. Um, which is great, right? So they're saying like, hey, I may be slow right now, but this is important and and they they renew. And that is another thing that you probably don't see or hear about and we but we do celebrate because that's um, really again a testament to like the usage, the brand, like the whole this whole um, this whole solution works, right? It provides the service and, and people do talk about it and the airports do see it, right? Because you should know an access partner gets a report every month that talks about what happened in their airport with IRA. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we're celebrating a lot of things this month. Uh, we are celebrating Blind Persons uh, Month, and we just celebrated White Cane uh, Safety Day and uh, Blind Americans Equality Day last week, and it, it was so fun to actually launch our Starbucks test that very day mm-hmm. because, Absolutely. you know, nothing says independence like going out, getting what you want, and, you know, moving around freely. And if we can support that offer from beginning to end, awesome. Well, it's also Disability Employment Awareness Month. And to celebrate this month and give you a little um, something to go on here, we have brought one of our agents, Maya, with us tonight to talk about resume writing and formatting your resume. So I'm going to go ahead and turn the stage over to Maya for a little bit of a talk about resume writing. All right. I'm going to go over two main things. The first is going to be just some basic tips on things to do when you're building a resume, some general formatting stuff that is pretty common across the board. And then I'm going to talk about how to get ready to work with an agent. So if you want help with formatting, what types of things you can do to be prepared for that session. So with a resume, one thing to keep in mind is that generally speaking, resumes are kept within a one-page length. That being said, 
I'm going to move into what should be on a resume, just basic tips. At the top, you'll want your full name and your contact information. That way, when you apply for a job right off the bat, they know who you are and how they can get in touch with you. After that, you'll want to have a, a section with your experience. So this is going to be previous places that you've worked. So in this section, you'll want your explore, or your employer's name, the job title that you had, the dates you worked there, and any um, duties or accomplishments that you had at that job. You'll want to keep that description brief, but still clear. Be sure to list all of these previous jobs, starting with the most recent and going back from there. This keeps it nice and organized. After that, you'll have an education section. So this is where you'll list the name of any school that you went to, whether it's a high school or a university, the dates you attended, and if you graduated there, the diploma you received. And this will also be organized starting with the most recent and going back from there. And then any remaining space you have before you hit that one page limit, this is where you can include things like special skills or other experiences that you have that are relevant to the job you're applying for. As far as getting ready to work with an agent, there's a couple things that can be really helpful for both the explorers and the agents. The first is thinking about in advance if you want to use something like TeamViewer, which I know Janine mentioned briefly, or if you prefer to email the resume to the agent that you're working with. Either one works for us, but it's good to think about that in advance so that you can either have TeamViewer pulled up or you could have an email drafted and all you have to do is type in the agent's email address. And then also think about what specifically you want to be formatted. So how much deep detail are you looking for? I had a call not too long ago with an explorer that was given a template for a resume, and they expressed to me that they weren't feeling super confident with it. And I took a look at it, and it had some really funky font colors. I was seeing lots of greens in there. And so in that situation, what I did was I described in vivid detail everything that I was seeing. So I said, hey, so I'm seeing the headings are this color and this font style, but the text that goes with that heading is a different font color and style. Is that something that you want to keep or would you like to make changes to that? My job is to give you all the visual information you need so that you can make an informed decision about changes that you wanna to make to your resume and feel confident with those changes. So if that is what you wanna do, something more detailed like that, absolutely great. Let the agent know that you wanna go through each section kind of with a fine tooth comb. You could also just say, hey, I would like you to check some overarching details like margins and font style and spell check, just consistency across the board. So think about how much detail you want us to check with you on that formatting. And then one last tip that I will give based on experience, and luckily it didn't end up badly, but uh, make sure to let the agent know if you want changes saved as you go, or if you want to wait till the end and either save it then or make a copy of it. So that way we don't end up saving anything and then saying, oh no, you wanted that waited till the end. So definitely great to let the agent know. So those are just a couple of things that I'd recommend. And of course, having a picture in mind of kind of I want this font style or I want it to look kind of like this. That can be really helpful too. So just going in with some expectations. Oh, and one more thing on planning out in advance. If you are updating a resume, one thing that can be really helpful is if you type anything you want to add to your current resume in a separate document. So that way it's ready to go and we can just help you format that into the resume you already have. 
Thank you so much, Maya. That fantastic advice. Now, what if, let's say you are somebody who may be uh, congenitally blind and you're not really sure about the formatting, like, okay, what kind of fonts are there? What do resumes look like? Can I work with my agent on that? Yeah, absolutely. So you could definitely ask us, if you prefer we look up some sources and describe it to you that way, I could pull up probably a couple different sources within a few seconds of tips and tricks for resumes. I could describe the fonts in terms of overall style. It's a little challenging at times to describe a specific font. Like if I was describing what Times New Roman looks like, well, it doesn't look necessarily like Roman numerals, but it is a much more sophisticated font. It's pretty uniform. So I try to give some overall details to give you a clear mindset of the consistency of it. So absolutely, you can work with your agent on things like that. You can ask for agent opinion, but we will do our best to remain objective at all times, especially even when you've asked for opinion, we try to give you very little. So I could say, yeah, it looks sophisticated because X, Y, Z, and I'll include all the information that has led me to that. So we will definitely help you find sources and explain everything that we can to help you understand what you'll need in a resume and what formatting should look like in an average resume. Great. And everybody remember, too, this is covered under our Job Seeker promo. And just to let you know and remind everyone that because we have that big bucket of minutes that we can use here at IRA to support various efforts, um, we have a temporary hold on the Job Seeker promo. We have up, you can get up to 60 minutes with an agent until the election. After the election, our Job Seeker promo goes back to its original state. Um, and you can look in the app and it will tell you all the regulations for the job seeker promo but we had to limit it a little bit for October so that we could uh, have our voting promo in there as well so now Maya what if when I'm done with my resume what can I do with it can the agent help me maybe post it to some job boards or um, help me figure out what to do next Yes, absolutely. I've definitely helped a lot of explorers with things like that. So you mentioned the job seeker promo. I guess I'll build off of that. So we can definitely help you post it to job boards, things like LinkedIn. We can also help you move forward if you have a job you're trying to apply to. So attaching that resume, making sure the format stayed consistent when you did attach it, answering any questions they may have. I know sometimes they have questions about you beyond what's on your resume. And I've also seen sometimes those types of online forms aren't accessible. So we can definitely help you with those steps. Oh, that is great to know. And um, Ryan, let's open it up for a few questions, actually, for Maya about resumes. So if you are out there either on YouTube or uh, here in the Zoom, you can post something in the comments for us uh, or raise your hand, actually, to ask Maya a question about resume writing and getting your resume in tune. I find it really hard to keep everything on one page. I understand that. Now, yeah, it, I'm I'm kind of the same way. It's that whole keeping everything on one page, uh, you know, whatnot for me um, as well. So. And it's always good to have an up-to-date copy of your resume, even if you're not thinking about changing jobs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you may get a committee appointment or something like that where somebody wants to look at your resume. And like me, don't be like Janine. Do not realize that you haven't updated your resume in five years and then jump in and try to reformat it. Um, You know, be sure that you have something ready at least once a year. Look in there and uh, and do an update. Mm -hmm. Hey, Maya, this is Troy. I have a question, actually. Um, 
and by the way, I have like um, three daughters and like one of them's looking for a job and I know how stressful resume writing is, right? It's just a, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it feels often like this is your one shot to like, you know, make mm -hmm. that impression. But um, so I'm, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a great service to have because, you know, format, formatting can be really challenging trying to get all that information on one page, mm -hmm. but not have it too cluttered. Um, but I also know that LinkedIn is increasingly popular as kind of a way to express a resume, if you will. Do you get, do we, do you get very many requests or how do you manage or how have you seen people manage that kind of like, I've got my resume, I've got my LinkedIn profile. Um, how difficult is it to work with a LinkedIn profile? From my experience, it's not too challenging. LinkedIn does have a lot of stuff pretty well laid out. So some, I know you mentioned that LinkedIn kind of has its own version of a resume. Sometimes they'll ask a lot of similar questions to what you'd see on a resume. So those are things that we can also help you edit if you're not sure about it or you want to make sure that oh, I've typed some stuff, but I don't know if this actually looks the way I think it does or if it if there's maybe a spelling error that I didn't quite catch, things like that. So yeah, we can definitely help with LinkedIn. I've also seen on some people's resumes, they'll put, if they have a LinkedIn account, they'll put that with their contact information on their resume. So that's another thing you can include in, you know, you'll have your full name, you'll have your email address, and then even your LinkedIn profile if you feel that that's something that you really benefit from. Great idea. I hadn't thought of that. I just saw so, pretty recently. Ryan, any questions out there? I don't see any questions so wow. far. Um, so, yeah. I, you guys are really quiet tonight. So, yeah. in, in the few minutes we have left, do we have any questions for Troy? Wow, again, you guys are really quiet. <laughs> Maybe, well, Janine, we could take an opportunity, like, um, just real briefly, uh, if you were in the Zoom version of this uh, of this session, we had a spammer come in, and, uh, you know, we were talking about behind the scenes, I apologize for not, like, catching the spammer sooner. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll do a better job. That was our first time that's ever happened. So, yep, um, absolutely. Whatever, some people, I guess, you know, have nothing better to do. But that's all I want to say about it. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll catch, we'll, we'll prevent that in the future. Apologies to anyone had to, like, uh, be bored with what uh, the spammer had to say. Absolutely. So uh, many apologies about that. We do not tolerate that kind of thing here at IRA uh, by any means. So, um, well, if anyone does have questions, you can contact us, uh, support at ira.io. That is the email where you can send all of your questions, comments, etc., and those get sorted out by Ryan and his amazing customer care staff. Or you can call us at one 800 835-1934. That is our U.S. and Canada tech support number and uh, customer care number. And uh, that's a good number for anything. If you have a question about one of our promos, if you have a question about our plans, our various offerings, um, please give us a call and our, our care team will be happy to talk with you. So Ryan, anything from your end? Did you know what it's almost time for? Oh, I, I know what it's time for. And, you know, 
I, I, I look forward to this every time. Every Explorer call. <laughs> every Explorer call. I'm going to hold it up. It's the Braille calendar. And it's almost time for a new Braille calendar because we're looking at November, folks. Can you believe wow. it's November? I know we're all hoping 2020 will end and it will end in a nice way. So our next Explorer call will be on Wednesday, November the 18th. And it looks like here, Thanksgiving's a little late this year. It's on the 26th. So on the 18th, we will be meeting again here. And uh, who knows what we're going to be talking about at that time. But uh, we may ask all of you to submit your signature Starbucks drinks. And uh, if you've tried that butterbeer frap, I mean, oh. Now I'm now I'm totally curious. Got to do it. You know, it's it's got to happen. There's got to be a butterbeer frap in our future. It's, I was just gonna you know. say we may have to toast with them next time. Uh, that would be fun too. That would be quite awesome. Well, we hope that all of you have a wonderful Halloween, that we all get through the election safely and securely, mm-hmm. and uh, go out there and just you know do your life on my terms as. You all have coined the phrase here at Ira. So I'd like to thank Troy Attilio and Maya, our lovely agent, and Joshua, and of course, Ryan, my co-pilot here on our Explorer calls. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks awesome. for having this me. This has been Janine Stanley with your Ira Explorer call for October 2020.